When we met the president this afternoon, we then learned that he was already writing to parliament to ask for the postponement. This postponement has taken into account the scheduled tabling of the national budget in the next two weeks. And we are going all out to make sure that the budget is not disturbed or uh, in fact postponed at all because that would affect the life of the republic. We wish to assure fellow South Africans and everyone affected by this decision that these actions are being taken in the best interests of parliament and the country. A new date for the State of the Nation address will be announced very, very soon. Well, there you have it. That's the Speaker of Parliament, Balek Ambete, announcing the postponement of this year's State of the Nation address. For more on this, we joined on the line by the Economic Freedom Fighters Secretary General, Godrich Gardi. A very good afternoon to you, sir, and welcome. Good afternoon to you, sir, and good afternoon to our listeners. First and foremostly, I would like to check with you, what is your reaction to the postponement of the State of the Nation address? Are you surprised at all? We welcome the summit that has prevailed on the presiding officers who have the guts to approach the president and tell him that he is not welcome in parliament. Notwithstanding that, there is an allegation that he was also considering stage. We view this as a victory of the people of South Africa and we create our call for a motion of no confidence to be debated prior to any kind of sauna that will be uh, uh, presented as long as Mr. Zuma's resolution letter has not been read into record in the full sitting of the House. But some would argue that you got what you want because the debate is scheduled for the 22nd of this month. Is that too late? Well, uh, if the State of the Nation address is uh, uh, scheduled for any day prior to the motion of no confidence uh, debate, that is not enough. We need that motion of no confidence debate against Mr. Zuma for as long as he remains in office and has not turned out his resolution letter and his resolution letter has not been read into record in a full sitting of the House. Does this perhaps suggest that the ruling party is listening to your calls as the opposition uh, for the uh, the ANC to resolve whether the president will serve the remainder of his term? Well, we have advised them many times together with the people of South Africa through quite a number of uh, matches throughout the country that this man is a constitutional delinquent. He is not honorable enough to address a full sitting of the House of the members of Parliament who are elected democratically. It is a dishonor to the country and the people of South Africa. What does this mean now for the plans that were already in place to host the State of the Nation address, uh, like the cost for the marquees, the catering, the booked flights, accommodation, etc., etc.? Do you think that this is just another money-wasting exercise by Parliament? Well, we should note that any uh, State of the Nation address no longer has, has anything called consumables. So whatever has been prepared, can be put aside. We have seen them. They have already started making most of the structures there, and they will be replaced. They will come back, and they have not uh, any uh, expense uh, that is in vain, considering that we were going to have a, a, a state of the nation address in the range of a five million rent bill for a person who is not going to finish his term. He was going to tell us about plans for the year, which he will not see through. So it is better that the money is paid. Who would you like uh, the, uh, the, the nation to be addressed by in the State of the Nation address? It 
the nation can be addressed by any president that will be elected subsequently to the resolution of Mr. Zuma. Alternatively, the motion of no confidence debate has been able to pass through. The uh, parliament will do what it is expected of it, and it should do it as such. Mr. We God- have no particular name. The ruling party has actually won elections in 2014, and we respect that view of the voters that it is in power. It can as well as and any other candidate, like all other parties can do, but the democratic outcome is much respected of the 2014 national election. Mr. Gaudia, thank you so much for your time and joining us. That was the EFF Secretary General Godrich Gardi. We are joined on the line now uh, by COPE's leader, Masua Lakota. Very good morning, good afternoon to you, sir, and welcome. Do you think that this is a victory for opposition parties? Well, I think it is a victory for the Constitution because the the fact that uh, President Zuma broke his oath of office and was so found by the Constitutional Court meant that he, in fact, lost the legitimacy to remain at the head of our national affairs. Last December, uh, we had been pleading with the Speaker to enable the legislature to hold President Zuma to account for the violation of the Constitution that he had broken his oath of office. And that was not done. When, therefore, the December judgment was passed, demanding of the Speaker to meet her obligations of developing and putting in place regulations and procedures that would enable the legislature to hold President Zuma to account. It vindicated it vindicated our demand that we should put this man on the floor of the House, grill him with questions, and then allow the legislature to vote in keeping with Section 89 of the Constitution whether he should remain in that position or not. Now, because the, 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 the speaker and the, the other presiding officer did not recall parliament to finish those processes, they became in default of the judgment. And if they did not postpone this, we would have interdicted this, uh, this sonar that was proposed mm-hmm. the day after tomorrow. What does this suggest, though? Because it does seem like there is uh, there is almost like a, a, a hearing or, or an ear being given to the opposition parties. Uh, is that what you are, uh, what, what, what from, from, from your perspective as one of the opposition parties that has been calling uh, for, the, uh, for the president not to address the nation, that this is happening? Sir, so I must say quite honestly, I do not think that the ANC has agreed to postpone this because it is listening to the opposition. Hmm. They are, the ANC has protected Zuma for so long, he's become a Frankenstein monster against them. He has defied them. He has compelled them to go back to a meeting of the NEC tomorrow. He's not been defeated. He has defeated the ANC because... They put him in that position. They sustained him even when he was violating the constitution of our country, times without number. 
It's not about us. It's not about the motion of no confidence. They have allowed us motions of, of no confidence eight times already. So that they could have given again and they would still have defeated us. But Zuma has defeated them. He's compelled them into this position. From Cope's perspective, what would you like to see happen first before Sona can resume? Well, we, we expect the presiding officers to complete the procedures and regulations for impeachment, which means we must bring President Zuma before the House. We must grill him with questions and whatever else. And when we are done, in keeping with Section 89 of the Constitution, we must vote. I thank you so much for your time, uh, sir. That was Monsieur Lakota. He's uh, the leader of COPE. Well, we continue with this discussion. We are joined on the line by a political analyst and former ANC MP, Milani Fervurt. A very good afternoon to you, ma'am, and welcome. Good afternoon. Thank you for having me. Your reaction to the news and what can we read from the pron- pronouncement by the speaker on the postponement of SONA? Well, you know, I think the pressure was building up so much that at some stage something was going to give. And what seems to be giving now is obviously the, the address for now. Um, I agree with Sarah Lakota there that it actually doesn't have much to do with the opposition at all. Um, they obviously now saying that it is because the, the, the presiding officers are saying it's because they don't believe there was any chance of him actually peacefully deliver the speech. Yeah, true. That's definitely true. It wasn't going to ever be a happy space for him. But clearly what it is far more about has got nothing to do with that. It is about giving the ANC time um, to deal with this issue of Jacob Zuma uh, before they actually go into SONA. And um, clearly this is putting additional pressure on Jacob Zuma tomorrow with the NEC, putting pressure on them as well. Um, and hopefully by, if we speak again tomorrow afternoon this time, we will have a new president incoming in, in this country. <laughs> I wish I could be that fly in the wall, but what <laughs> kind of conversations do you think, though, the ANC members are having among themselves on this issue at this hour? Oh, I think there are, I mean, you can absolutely know the phones are burning. If we have Julius Malema to believe, then, you know, apparently, according to him, there's lots of money going around as well. And he says there are bags of money that flew overnight down to come and speak to, you know, to help any members to make up their minds. I mean, I don't know about that, but but definitely are the lines burning. I'm I'm sure they are. Look, I mean, of course, the the, the divisions in the ANC, the big um, divide, hasn't disappeared overnight. And I think that's what you know people seem to be slightly surprised about that people didn't overnight just change over um, to Sir Ramaphosa's side. Of course. Of course, he has made great progress, and we see that in terms of the NWC um, being far more supportive of them. But there are definitely still a lot of strong Zuma heights, and therefore it's no wonder that that President Zuma said, "Look, I'm gonna, I, I want the NEC to 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 decide on this because we haven't tested the NEC. We don't know exactly the NEC. I'm sorry, we don't exactly know which way they will go, and we know it was certainly just post the the election very close to 50-50, and the Zuma heights versus the Ramaphosa heights." So this is going to be the really big test tomorrow for the ANC, for the NEC, and particularly also for Soro Ramaphosa to see if he can, in fact, um, push down his authority on the organization now. Is there perhaps a sense that the president could face a motion of no confidence before the yet announced SONA date, before the 22nd of the date it was already announced? 
Yes, it could be. Absolutely, there could be. And I think that is most probably one of the things that they are looking at. Because the problem is that if if it is only the, as it was until today, if it was only the, the motion of no confidence from the EFF, Zuma will know that it would be very difficult for the ANC to give the EFF that kind of victory. So therefore, to say to their members, to the ANC members, vote with the EFF in order to get rid of Zuma. So he would, you know, he would know that's almost an impossible thing for the ANC to do. They could, of course, just say, we give you a free vote, but then they run a risk because if, if, if Ramaphosa then loses, it's, of course, totally disastrous for him. So, um, so in other words, if Zuma still wins, wins and stays on as president in such a scenario. So what they really want is the opportunity that if he does not agree willingly to resign, is for the ANC to be able to table a motion of no confidence. If, he, of yeah. course, will know that that's been the end for him. If you cast your eye and a glimpse onto your crystal ball, can we perhaps mm-hmm. see a recall of the president? Listen, I think, I mean, Jacob Zuma was always going to go. His fate was sealed at the moment Sir Ramaphosa was announced as president of the ANC. The only question that has been there is exactly how long is it going to take, through what process they'll be able to do it, and then thirdly, of course, how much damage can he do before he goes. I, I think the pressure, I mean, it's been a little bit, it looked like he was really going, then again, it looked like he wasn't going. I have to say now, I think the pressure is again building up so much um, that as long as the NEC of the ANC can find their backbone tomorrow um, and actually do, does that they, that they do the right thing, then I think um, it is absolutely a given that Jacob Zuma will be recalled as president. But it's all now down to the NEC and whether they have the courage to do this.